What's popping tin? What's going on? It's Charmonique of Catch These Vibes podcast bringing you a Nicki Minaj Corner episode. This is a very, very special episode because we will finally be able to talk about Pink Friday 2. It's out. I hope you all have listened, have been listening to it. And okay, we just gonna get right into it, okay? I love this album. I love it from start to finish. And I'm going to get into what I love about it. I'm going to get into some of the critiques that I have seen that I feel like is actually worth talking about. Because there's going to be people who are just going to hate just to hate. You know, there's going to be people who don't even fuck with Nikki that are just going to have some negative shit to say. Just just to say it. Just to have that in the atmosphere. So I'm going to get into some of the critiques that I feel like are worth mentioning. And it's not really a lot, honestly. So yeah, Pink Friday 2 is out. We are in Gag City. I mean, some of us are. I don't know if if y'all in Gag City. I'm in Gag City, okay? Uh, So first of all, let's talk about Gag City. So if you don't know... What really started this whole Gag City thing is Nikki just saying that when she, as she would speak about her album, she would just be like, "Y'all, we finna be in, y'all finna be in Gag City." As she would as she would just you know talk about the album and just talk about how good it is, um, she would just be like, you know, say Gag City. So the Barb's a few days before the album came out or today. They just started this whole AI thing of of the Gag City community, what it would look like if we were actually really there. And then so it was just going viral and all the brands start joining the fun. So we had all types of brands. We had Netflix, everyone, Apple, um, I think Apple, um, Spotify, um, Tubi, um, Domino's, Papa John, like anybody you can name of that's worth a damn, worth mentioning, joined in on the fun. Um, so it was like a really fun thing that the Barb started and it just really took off. And so it's, and it's still to this day, right now, people are still posting about being in Gag City. A lot of the brands and corporations are promoting Pink Friday too. And also saying happy birthday to Nikki because today is also her birthday. So happy birthday, Nikki. She turned 41 today. And I know, well, I hope that she is just so very proud of herself and is enjoying her birthday. So yeah, Gag City. That was a whole thing, and it was just so cool to see everyone join in. And it was a nice way, a fun way to promote the album. And so one of the things that people have been talking about is a rollout. And my thing is rollouts aren't always, they're just not necessary all the time. Like, 
for certain artists, maybe it is. But when you are an artist like Nicki, an artist like Beyonce, you don't have to do no damn rollout. Beyonce ain't do no rollout before she released Renaissance. She don't she don't do interviews. She don't make appearances. She don't do none of that. She just do what she want to do. She drop her music. She didn't drop not one video. Like when you get to a place in your career, like Beyonce and Nikki, you can do what you want because you already have an established fan base. You already have people interested in what you're doing. So like people trying to talk down on her album because there was no quote-unquote rollout. It's just people trying to nitpick at things and try to act like, like, for example, I guess them at, at the Breakfast Club was talking about they didn't know the album was coming out. Use a damn lie. You have to have been living under a fucking rock to not know that Pink Friday 2 is coming out today, December 8th. How how would you not know that? Are you also if you on social media, you gonna see you you should have been been saw that Pink Friday Two was coming out. I know you've heard it heard about it. I mean, you have a whole radio show that you know is supposed to be about the culture. So how would you not know that this album was coming out today? I just feel like sometimes people just be saying shit just to say it. And to just like have some type of negativity surrounding, you know, what Nikki has going on. So that was bullshit. You saying you didn't know she had an album coming out, that's BS. So anyways, a rollout was not needed. People wanted her to be doing interviews and shit leading up to the album, which is great. It's cool. It's fun. Um... There were a few things that were supposed to be happening this week. So she was supposed to be on Stephen, Stephen Colbert, Colbert, but he recently had, I believe, some type of surgery or some type of procedure done. So that was canceled, which I mean, is not something Nikki is in control of. I mean, he put out his, his show and he put out a statement that, you know, he following his doctor's orders. And so he won't, wouldn't be able to, you know, do the show. That's not something that Nikki's in control of. And then something else got canceled that Nikki didn't even confirm, you know. And so it's just like, okay, things got canceled, but that what is, that doesn't mean that there's not anything that's coming up. Like there's, she's supposed to be on Watch What Happens Live next Thursday, and then she did talk about some interviews. She mentioned some interviews today in a tweet. So there's still more to come. I mean, it's not like she's just going to, she just dropped the album and then just going to go silent or go, or, you know, go by, go bye-bye. Like there's still much to come. So trying to like downplay what Nikki has got going on because you feel like it's no rollout is I just feel like, like I said, it's just nitpicking. And I think people have gotten so, so used to all the stunts, all the controversy, all the things that a lot of these artists and celebrities have made, like, I guess, the norm 
surrounding their music. It's like every time someone would drop something, they'll have some type of controversial situation happen every single time. You know, and there's still artists that are sticking to that formula. But I think once you do it so many times, people are people start to catch on and feel like, okay, you only doing that, you know, to get our attention because the next thing you know, you're going to drop a song or a video. Like, it's like once you do it so many times, people are like, okay, they're going to peep and they're going to know, like, what's going on. And so I feel like people have gotten so used to things going like that, that the fact that Nikki doesn't do that. She doesn't need the stunts. She doesn't need to be seen out every single where, you know, everywhere, up in everybody's face, you know, at every outlet. You know, she don't have to do that to get people interested in her music. She don't have to. So... I never really cared about no rollout. Like it's not necessary. Like she's this whole the whole Gag City thing was a good enough rollout. It was marketing. The people are tuned in. It's going to be about Nikki and Gag City Pink Friday too for for a minute, you know, for some time. So I wanted to talk about that. Um. Now, the album, it's still very much early. It hasn't even been 24 hours yet. But after listening to the music multiple times, listening to this album over and over, I can say that I love it. I can say that this is one of my favorite Nicki Minaj albums if not my favorite of them all. And like I said, it's it's not even 24 hours yet, but as of right now, that's how I'm feeling. So I'm going to get into why I'm feeling that way. So for me, Nikki, she, she's, for me, she's never really been the artist that I feel like has always chose the best beats not saying that she takes she she picks bad beats, but like she when you listen to Nikki's music, it's not necess- it's not about the beat. It's about her her flow on that beat and what she's saying on the beat. That's what gets the most attention first and foremost. That's what captures everyone's attention, the lyrics, what she's saying how she's switching up her flow. That is what captivates everyone. And then and then if the beat's cool, then the beat's cool. And, then, and you know, maybe, you know, you fuck with the beat or not. But most of the time, it's not the beat for me. It's what she's saying that really draws me in. And I think with the difference between her and a lot of these other artists, specifically a lot of these other um, women that are in rap right now, they they might choose better beats than her. They might have the beats that people might feel like will turn up in the club or, you know, at the party or whatever. They might have that. But 
the lyrics just be lackluster. They might have a few little lines in there that you feel like, oh, she ate or whatever, the people really. But it, I think most of the time it just, it be the beat. There's not a lot of them for me personally that I feel like, oh, I really like their flow. Like, for example, Flo Millie, she's a, one of the girls that I do like. And she just put out a song called Never Lose Me. The beat is fire. But what she did on that beat is also fire. So that makes me want to actually listen to that song. These other girls, it's not. that's not always the case. It'll be like the beat is fire but it's not enough for me to go back and play this song. You know what I mean? So, so Millie, she just a good example. I think she has a good flow and she knows how to, she knows how to rap. So I really do enjoy that type of music where it's like not just one or the other. And with this album from Nicki, I feel like these are the best, beats ever that she's ever had on the album like yeah there's been like off the top there's like off of queen um i love the beat for run and hide i love chun sway i love mm, run and hide chun sway LLC is cool, Hard Ride is cool, but like some of the other beats like Chun-Li, for example, those are like kind of like more boom cat type beats, you know? And so with this album, with Pink Friday 2, these beats are just so good and they're hands down some of my favorite beats that she's ever rapped on like on her own album so let me get to into some of my favorites right now and and another thing is just like it's really like a no skips album like the only song that if any that I would skip is forward from Trini and that's like the Caribbean type song but you know that it's not bad it's just like not really the vibe that I, you know, want to hear like all the time, but the other songs are what I would want to hear all the time. And I think that's, that says a lot about the album, about the, the body of work that she has put together. So my favorites right now, Barbie Dangerous, Fuck the Club Up, let me calm down. R and B, Pink Birthday, Needle, Cowgirl, Everybody, Big Difference, Red Ruby the Sleaze, Pink Friday Girls, Bomb Bomb, My Life, Nikki Hendrix, Blessings, Just the Memories. That's a lot of favorites. Like to have to listen to this song. This album is, has twenty two songs on it. And to have an album where you like all of the songs is a win. That's You want people to really fuck with all of the songs. Like, yeah, there's going to be, you, you know, not just the singles. 
you want people to fuck with majority of the songs. Maybe there'll be like one or two that is a skip or that you really don't want to hear all the time. But like the majority of the songs have to have that replay value. And I feel like she she has that with this album. Are You Gone Already is a really emotional song. So I don't think that's something that I will really want to listen to all the time just because, but it's a really good song also. And the meaning behind it, the stories that she's telling, how vulnerable she's being in this album is just what we've been missing from these these girls. They're not... They're not doing what Nikki has done with this album. They're not doing it at all. Not even close. Not even close. This ain't no this pussy depressed bullshit. No, this is this is real life. This is layers. This is versatility. This is maturity. This is just multiple different vibes. It's just, I love it. I really, really love it. And I'm I'm very satisfied with this album. I'm very satisfied with it. Now, one of the things that I have seen people say that I, I can understand, this is not my, I mean, I don't feel this way. Because it, it really don't matter to me. But I can understand why a fan or someone, a listener, would feel this way. So some people feel like because it's called Pink Friday 2, they expected to have those those different elements of the first Pink Friday. Which there are, you know, you have the rap, you have the, the pop, you have her singing, you know, you have the the, the dope features like Cole... Um, Cole, Drake, and Future, and Wayne. Like, you have those dope features that Pink Friday had as well. But people feel like what is missing is Roman. Because Pink Friday had Roman's revenge and had, you know, those Roman moments. People felt like that was lacking from Pink Friday, too. And so that I can understand. I can understand because she really didn't tap into Roman in this album, like really at all. But I don't feel like that is something to hold against her or hold against the album. I don't feel like that's something that is that deep to feel like, oh, only if she would have had that, then I really would have liked it or, or it would have made it better. I don't feel like it's that deep, but I can understand why somebody would feel that way. But at the same time, just because it's called Pink Friday 2 doesn't mean that it was going to be exactly the same as the first one. I don't think she was trying to recreate that album or make it similar, I just feel like in, a, in some ways it is similar, but 
it wasn't meant to be the same. It wasn't meant to, I don't think she went into this like, okay, let me see what Pink Friday had. And now with Pink Friday 2, I got to make sure I check all the boxes off that, you know, I don't think she was going into it with that type of thought process. She wasn't going into, okay, I got this type of song that Pink Friday had. Oh, all right, I need this song that Pink Friday had. Oh, okay, I need this type of vibe. Like, I don't think that was what she was trying to do. So, I can, like I said, I can understand if that's what you were expecting. I can understand because Roman, a lot of people fuck with Roman. Roman is a very important alter ego of Nikki's. And, you know, people really love Roman. So I get it. But you also have to understand the place that Nikki is in her life and in her career and, and how she's matured as an artist. And so if she didn't, if that didn't really come natural. And also on top of that, there's still some other songs that she's going to be releasing. So who's to say that Roman isn't on one of those songs now? Huh? Huh? She got four more songs that's going to be coming out every day of next week until Friday, I believe. And one of those, one of those features 50 Cent. And I'm trying to think like what kind of song they would do together. I feel like it's going to be a def, a rap, real rap, rappy song. And then she has this, also has the song with Monica and Keisha Cole. So who's to say that Roman isn't going to be in one of those four songs? Now, if Roman is in one of those songs, I would be happy about it because I feel like now what else y'all going to say? You know what I'm saying? Like y'all can't really, y'all won't really have anything else to say that I feel like would really make sense about what this, this album is lacking. I mean, if if there had to be a missing piece, I guess Roman would be that missing piece. But if she gives y'all that next week, then what? Like, there's nothing else you could really say that would be logical, that would be plausible, that would really make sense. You're just going to be nitpicking, and that's fine. People always nitpick, but, you know, I'm not going to take those those opinions serious at all. So... The next four songs that she's got, I'm very curious what the 50 Cent one is going to sound like. Um, and I'm excited about it. I, I I love the anticipation and I love what she's doing. Um, it's just, I'm just proud. I'm very, very proud. Um, let's talk about some of the songs. So Are You Gone Yet? I mean, I'm sorry, Are You Gone Already? It samples Billie Eilish. Um, so when she she told us that Billie Eilish was on this on the album, I was like, a lot of people were excited about that, and people kind of expected it to be like an actual feature. But when you hear this song, the which is the intro, it's like, oh okay, it's not a feature, but it, it's a sample. They sampled the song, and it's very beautiful. It's a, a really vulnerable song. Um, we we hear Papa Bear's voice on it, and she's talking about her dad and how her dad wanted to come out and and meet Papa Bear and help help them with him at this at this point. Uh, I, I'm guessing Papa Bear he was still very young, and you know they just he just recently had came into this world, and that same day that she spoke to her dad. 
he she got the call that he had got in an accident. So he never got to meet Papa Bear. And so as you can imagine, that was a really tough time for her. And she really showcased those emotions in this song. And the message is very, very clear. So that's another thing that I, I do love. Like Nikki knows how to be vulnerable and she knows how to tell a story and she knows how to be relatable. I know a lot of people could really relate to, you know, having someone in, in your life pass away. So I, I love that about this song. Um, Barbie Dangerous. This is one of the rap songs, one of the ones where she's really, really spitting and talking her shit. This, um, I love the sample on this. So another thing that I really do enjoy about Nikki is that the the samples that she does choose, especially on this album, they are, they're really good. They're not lazy. They're not lazy at all. Bar so the ones that off, off the top of my head that I know our samples are for sure are Barbie, Dangerous, um, Pink Birthday, that samples, or that has, Travis Scott's vocals on it. Everybody featuring Little Uzi Vert. And obviously, Red Ruby the Sleeves. Super Freaky Girl. And those are the ones that I can recall off the top of my head. Oh, and Pink Friday Girls. So another thing people was trying to say, oh, it's a whole bunch of samples. But like, the thing is, is that that's what hip-hop has always been you know people sample music all the time like what does that take away from the album the only thing that I feel about samples where that could be negative is when people are lazy and and the the beat is very lazy like they didn't really flip the beat or flip the sample at all you know when it's super super obvious when it comes to those super obvious samples and it's just like this isn't even a new song. This isn't a new take on it at all. It's just the same as the original. It's like you didn't make it your own. That's when I feel, for me personally, that's when I have a problem with samples. It's when the shit is just lazy. You ain't do nothing. You ain't add nothing special to it. But with Nikki, I feel like she she does that. She choose the, the people that are making these beats, which I feel like Tay Cobain, he has a lot to do with some of these uh these samples and I, I like him as a producer like he has a interesting way of flipping certain songs like he has a really good ear like I really fuck with Tate like I'm a I'm becoming a fan of his more and more um the samples that are obvious where you can hear and be like oh that's that song right away when Nikki does it it's not lazy like it's very much her own take on that song and so that's why i i don't have an issue with it you know when people just take an obvious sample and then they don't do anything with it then that's when i'm like okay this is lazy like you ain't do nothing creative with this it's very lazy of the producer and the artist because y'all didn't bring nothing new to the song so um fuck the club but 
that's one of the ones that people really I'm seeing a lot of people like um kind of like you can kind of I mean you could you could shake your ass to anything really but people are really liking that one um beep beep falling for you let me calm down so I was hoping that we got either Lauren Kendrick or Cole on this album so I was so happy to find out that Cole was on the album he's on the song let me calm down and this song is about Nikki's relationship and I like this song because she's getting getting personal and the thing is about relationships is that your significant other is going to get on your nerves. Your significant other is going to, y'all going to have y'all moments. And so this just really speaks to the fact that she don't walk around like, oh, she got a perfect relationship and oh, um, they don't ever go through anything. So it's it's just nice and refreshing for, to have her take on her relationship because she's really personal and private for the most part. Like when it comes to her personal life, she keeps things private and she gives us glimpses and she does tell tell us little things here and there. But this the song Let Me Calm Down and the verse that Cole spit on it, it was just like, man, she really took it there. And Cole, him speaking to her through that verse and speaking to Kenny and, and, and about their relationship and just about, you know, being, being the man that a woman like Onika needs and especially like being a man in, in this industry and everything that happens, it's like, it's easy to like lose track and lose sight of what's really important. And so Cole just like giving that message and he said something like, you know, it's a message through God or whatever, something like that. I got to look at the lyrics, but the message that he gave and he rapped in that verse was top tier and did not disappoint at all. I'm so, so happy about this feature. This feature right here, it was just like exactly what I was wanting and hoping for because it's all these years they've never you know had a song together and it's just like it's about time like it really is about time so we still need Kendrick we still need that Kendrick feature we still need that Lauren feature but this one right here this cold feature and the fact that we about to get 50 cent next week it's just like everything is just like coming together and it really does speak to just how timing is everything everything just happens when it's time like when it's the right time, when it's meant to happen, you know, things happen and everything just comes full circle. And that's what this album is. It's just this album represents full circle moments. And it's it's really one of my favorites for sure. Like I can say that right now and I don't feel like that's going to change. I feel like I'm just going to continue to love it. And I can't wait to like really learn these songs because I it's a lot of music. It's a lot of bars. It's 22 songs. It's a lot to, a lot of music to learn. Um, I heard that we should be getting the tour, be able to buy the tickets next week. The she announced 
she put out the Europe dates. And so I believe that the people in Europe have been able to purchase their tickets. So next week, U.S. So I'm super excited about that because I am going to that tour. It's going to be my first one. And I cannot wait to experience the Nicki Minaj live. Um, that's that's going to be a moment for life for real. I'm trying to think what else, because this is really just, this is really just, I just needed to get this out there, express what I had right now. Again, it ain't been 24 hours yet, so I'm pretty sure the longer I live with this album, the more I'm going to have to say about it, um, and the more things that begin to happen with this quote-unquote rollout of this album. Well, let's not even say rollout, let's just say era, this this Pink Friday 2 era, um, she did mention some interviews. So there's a, those are going to be some things that we can talk about in the next episode. Um, let me go to some tweets and see if we have some some talking points from there. So right now, the the album is performing very well on iTunes and Apple Music. And so... We just got to keep up the momentum, keep streaming. Let me check my bookmarks because I'm pretty sure I have bookmarked some things. So she did say Fuck the Club Up was one of her favorites. So this is like before the album came out four days ago. She was tweeting and she said she had put the initials for a few of the songs. So, fuck the club up. Let me calm down. She put E. I'm guessing that's for everybody. She put PB, and that's for Pink Birthday. I love that. Pink Birthday is such a vibe. It's such a vibe. It's so smooth. It's so sexy. It's like, I just love that one. That's definitely um, high on my list. Like, Pink Birthday R&B, those two for sure are high up on my list of favorites right now. I love just the memories. Um, there's Blessings. There's a song with Tasha Cobb. It's like, and the thing that I love about Blessings is that the beat is unexpected. When I first saw that Tasha Cobb was on the album, I'm like, okay, I kind of just expected a different type of vibe. But when you hear that beat, it's just completely unexpected, and I love that. I love it because it just can it continues the the flow of the album. It doesn't like because of the beat and because of just the song. Period. You you don't you don't want to skip it. You know what I'm saying? Because if it was too like churchy or too gospel y, then that might you might not be in the mood for that. But because of the beat and the vibe of it, you can just continue on, you know, listening without skipping it. Because, like I said, it's a good song, and it just can it just blends well with the album, even though it has a gospel artist on it. So I really, really love that, and um, just the messaging in a lot of these songs, like I really love. Because, and then here's the thing about this. If you were expecting a whole bunch of turn up music, her to be talking about shaking her ass and, you know, certain subject matter, 
that a lot of these girls are rapping about these days, if that's what you're expecting, then maybe this album isn't for you. And that's fine. But don't, but just to say that it's trash is complete bullshit. I, 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 I'm not the type of person that throws that trash word around like that, but I feel like a lot of people, not a lot, but I've been seeing a few people throw that word around when it comes to Pink Friday too. This album is far from trash. Far from it. So if you were if you're just not in the mood for this type of music, if you're not in the mood for these type of bars, then just say that and leave it at that. But to call it trash is is nonsense. Um and and that's another thing that just speaks to you know, Nicki Minaj's maturity, like, you have to understand that this lady, she's not one of these 20-somethings. She's 41 years old today. She's a grown-ass woman. And so the fact that we've been able to see the evolution of her and and it's like, it's not even like, oh, she's rapping differently because she's, she's always rapped very eloquently and very and in, in, uh, very much enunciated her words and always her music has always been the type of music that will go over your head it's always been like that you know so ex- thinking that you're gonna ha- come to a conclusion about this album after the first listen is just that's not how this works that's not how this works at all you have to give this this type of music a couple of listens to really like digest it and really like understand what she's doing and what she's saying because it's just it's just a lot it's a lot to take in the bars the the double triple entendres that she always gives us you have to like really like sit there and listen and think about what she said and appreciate it Cause with Nikki, the bar has always been high with her. The bar has always been high, and she's not. And that's why she was she was perfecting this album and taking her time with it. Because you have to also keep in mind, Nikki writes her own shit. Nobody is helping her write any of these verses. So it's going to take more time to like to really put out this quality music because she's writing it on her own she's working and she's you know pounding her brain thinking of how can I make this bar better like what is this missing like she's contemplating and and thinking about these things so that she can put out the best put the best effort for this music for this album and I'm just so happy that she finally you know felt satisfied enough to give it to us and stuck to the date 12 8 because i i mean we were getting a little worried thinking that she was going to change the date just because of certain things that she was saying that she was contemplating and everything so i'm just happy that she finally got to a point where she was okay with giving it to the world because a lot of people don't get it people don't understand how it is to put your your art out into the world it's it's a it's a serious issue it's a serious thing 
to work hard, spend nights, long nights, early mornings, like writing and pouring your heart out on this music and then having to release it out to the world for people to pick apart, critique and have opinions about like that's people really underestimate what that means for an artist, how that makes an artist feel. So that's another thing that people just be like, just put out some music, just put out when it's just like, it's not always, it's not that simple. Like it's a lot of thought going that goes into, especially when you're an artist like Nikki, who's very, very passionate about her music and her art. When you're someone who is a poet like Nikki, who, who writes, whose pen actually works. long as dramatic pause because it's really that deep her pen works and I'm just so very very proud of my girl happy birthday to her Pink Friday 2 is out now go stream go buy support she has some really really cute merch on her website that you can cop a lot of different things that you can get you know get some Christmas gifts well you can get the album as a Christmas gift. I don't know if you, you'll get any of the merch yet because some of it ain't going to ship out b- before Christmas. But late Christmas gifts. Some really, really cute merch on there. Um, and yeah, like, I'm just very, very pleased with this album. I'm happy that I don't, like, I could really say this and mean it. It feels really good when your favorite artist is, you can just really, like, back that up and like yeah this is my favorite artist for a reason yeah I'm not ashamed this is she's really that bitch been that bitch and will forever be that bitch the Nicki Minaj Onika Tanya Mirage Petty you have done it again so yeah right now Pink Friday 2 is one of my favorite Nicki Minaj albums. I will say that now, and I feel confident that I will forever, well, I'm not gonna say forever, but I feel confident that that's how I really feel. Like, I don't think that's gonna change anytime soon. But also, I do wanna say that Queen was not a bad album. I feel like people, the rollout maybe was a little messy and I think that some some of the things that was going on kind of overshadowed it a little bit but it was not a bad album at all like there's still songs like going like I was on TikTok and Chun Sway is is going is making his rounds around TikTok I'm me I'm me me not he said he don't want me back. He be lying. Bitch, I'm the source. I'm the boss. They keep telling me work it. I ain't got no uh 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 yo. Like that's my shit. There's so many good songs on Queen. I feel like that was a solid album for sure. But just everything that happened around that time kind of overshadowed it. Um and then the the cells also took a a, a cut from that you know, that era. So 
Um, and, and it's unfortunate when that happens because it's just like the music doesn't get the attention that it deserves. But I don't feel like Nicki has put out a bad album yet. Um, you can feel like, oh, I like this one better than the, than the other. But she doesn't, it's really, she doesn't really put out anything, any bad music to me. Because um, first of all, she takes her time with it. Um, so she, everything that she does put out ends up being of quality. Um, but the thing with Pink Friday 2 is just the full package to me is just chef's kiss is really giving masterpiece is really giving classic um everything about it is just i love it so so much um and then you have to take into consideration that it's been you know this has been five years in the making so she really has had this these years to perfect this album and these songs and these verses and these lyrics and these bars like she's really had the time and took the time to not rush it and perfect pink friday too so yeah um i'm kind of rambling at this point i'm gonna kind of end it at this (laughs) at this juncture i feel like i've touched on everything right now i'm pretty sure i might think of something later and be like damn i should have said that but i'll just write it down and save it for next time we might get another pink uh, uh another Nicki minaj corner episode this month because it's just getting started so pretty sure there's going to be other things that i'm going to want to talk about if not i'll just save it for next month and yeah pink friday too y'all it's been a long time coming I just feel like this is like like the end of a chapter. Like all the episodes where I've been talking about this album and then to finally have it is just, it's crazy to think about. It really is. I love it. I'm happy. I'm satisfied. I'm pleased. And yeah, go stream this album. I really, really, if you fuck with good music um, and you and you enjoy good rap, hip-hop and versatility then go give this album a listen if you haven't already please and thank you pink friday 2 is out y'all like this is (sighs) such a moment well on that note thank y'all for listening and, and here listening to me talk about Nicki Minaj and and this album and because it, it means a lot to me like to be able to finally have this and talk about it man I'm gonna get off this and start listening to it again because it's just really that good so so yeah toodles <laughs>